and there's like a little disco light and the Manny Pacquiao fight is happening and people are eating chicken wings and we're just performing to Thunderstruck in a living room. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You are listening to episode 239 of Sapnin Podcast featuring myself, Sean Smith, and my good friend, Morgan Richards. Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards, and this episode will have you hanging from the ceiling, breathing fire, and embracing your daredevil beauty. Will it? Yeah, it will. That, that's right, a guarantee. So, that's a Morgan Richards oh, guarantee. No. <laughs> no, right, that, as you viewed it, that was a Morgan Richards guarantee. It wasn't a Sean Smith or Sapling podcast guarantee. That was a Morgan Richards. So if you were not hanging upside down by the <laughs> end of this, or breathing fire, please get your lawyers, that solicitors in the UK, to get in touch with Morgan Richards. Uh... Yeah, so this week's guest is Alicia Taylor of the Cherry Bombs. Yes, so we've just recently got back from Downloads Festival. I'm still tired and recovering, by the way. I'm still picking dust out of my nose. <laughs> yeah, but one of the things people and that whole goth metal scene seem to be talking about lately are certain acts stepping up their performance with production theatrics and embracing more of a stage show. If you think of bands like Ice Nine Kills, Motionless and Why in this moment are all thriving after leaving fans with a larger-than-life experience, this is where Alicia walks in. For the last decades, she has captained her ghoul gang of aerial artists, dancers, axe grinders, fire specialists, and all sorts of madness in a touring rock and roll cabaret-style cherry bombs don't worry we'll get here to explain it a little bit better later on but not only have they had great reactions from working with artists like steel panther on tour coordinating music videos for chris jericho's fozzy and helping her husband Corey taylor of slipknot but what? now what it has what it has been too. the fellow with the mask who sings in slipknot but we didn't talk about that, do we? <laughs> we do. We do talk a little bit about it. Well, Corey, <laughs> we talk about him definitely being in Slipknot and then being married. Do we ask questions about the wedding or not? Oh, what a fucking bunch of idiots I am. 
What a what a bunch of idiots I am. Sorry, I just love the idea. I just love the idea that I didn't know who she was married to. I just, uh... <laughs> but now she's a part of a lot of people's crew behind the scenes to help choreograph their theatrics and just gives us a great insight into the production side and everything that goes along with it. Cherry Bombs opened the second stage at Downloads Festival, celebrating their 20th year anniversary, and we were invited to talk to her and couldn't turn this down. We always love doing something a little bit different on this podcast, and this whole world is absolutely insane when you think about it, Sean. Oh, yeah, it's wild. It's wild, as she described it. I was just blown away, really, by the idea of basically bringing... Musical theatre, I guess, a bit more to the rock scene. Just mad to hear all the stories and what she's done. And it's nuts, but she was fantastic to us. She didn't have to be, obviously. Nobody does, but she was fantastic with us. We had a great, great time. Yeah, I hope we get to go and see them in the flesh very, very soon. What are they doing in February? What are they doing in February? That's what I want to know. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? But people describe them as kind of Broadway for metalheads. It's like a touring circus of all sorts. And we're going to discuss all of that, including some really dangerous and injuries that have happened from these live performances, some uh, sketchy venues, creative process, being a giant rebel, and the fact that she is a former NFL cheerleader. I'm more impressed that she was a giant Red Bull. What did you say? <laughs> rebel. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I thought she was just like a massive <laughs> can of taurine. I was like, well, what's he on about? He's got his acids kicked in early today, I thought. <laughs> yeah, that's so fucking... Oh, festival season has got me feeling all sorts. But no worry, Sean, because the festival season fun has only just started because... Oh, what? <laughs> in a couple of weeks' time, we're going to be doing it all again at 2000 Trees Festival. Yes! July the 6th to the 8th at Upcott Farm in Cheltenham. We've just been announced to be DJing at the Silent Disco on the Saturday night and opening Saturday morning doing another live podcast stage show. What are we doing? Wait, what are we doing Saturday morning and night? <laughs> Saturday morning or night. Taking oh, over, baby. It's, it's a fucking it's our late day. one. It's, it's yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Day. Saturday. Saturday. Oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> I felt, I, I wasn't even looking at you then, right? And I felt your eyes light up when I said Saturday. Do not ever use that again. I'm sorry I said it. I didn't mean to say it. It was in my brain and I knew he would fucking take it on. Apologies if you see the word Saturday ever again in your life. There's a whole host of incredible bands playing alongside us. That's a stupid uh, sentence. Uh, including Bullet for My Valentine, Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes, Soft Play, Skin Dread, Death of Honor, Holding Absence, and some absolutely incredible special attractions like Empire State Bastard featuring the beautiful Simon Neal of Biffy Clyro and Slayer's Dave Lombardo. I think we should change that to Sean's friend, Dave Lombardo. What a fucking band. I can't wait to see them. I hope we get to hang out. I hope we get to say hello. Because I want to uh, remind Dave Lombardo that he's got to somehow introduce me to Mike Patton at some point. But yes, what a fucking festival. Really, really excited. Go to uh, 2000trees.co.uk forward slash tickets and use the promo code SAPNEN. £40 off weekend tickets. £40. 
40 quid off your weekend tickets. VIP has just sold out. There's very limited number of weekends still going. So head over to the website, enter that promo code and get down. Also, Electric Six are there. So that's going to be a good laugh. And uh, Cancer Bats are not only doing their own set, but they're doing the Bat Sabbath set of Black Sabbath covers. For a second then, when you said Cancer Bat, I thought you said Hanson Bat. And I was like... (laughs) Mbop, mbat, mbat, spooky, mbat, mbat, to do it up, to bop, mbat, mind. Why don't I don't know, but I'm having a, I think I'm having a breakdown today. Yeah, Liam, I know you listen each and every week to this podcast. What about doing Hanson bats, where you just do Hanson covers in the style of cancer bats? If they don't break that out now, I don't know. I'm going to be very disappointed. Yeah. Wow, you, you're playing Black Sabbath song. Uh, old band. Play a slightly younger band, will you? Do Anson covers. Oh. Uh. Uh. <laughs> 2000Gs.co.uk forward slash tickets for that. Uh, our good friends in Dream State, Hera and Lake Malice are also going to be there. It's going to be a really good, fun Friends Fest. But without any further ado, let's get into our wonderful backstage conversation with Alicia Taylor. Downloads Festival 2023. Yeah! Sapnin! Sapnin! She's a good egg. She's a good egg, our Alicia. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST.
Sapnin. 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 Yes. <laughs> we're backstage here at Damo Festival and we are joined by Alicia Taylor. How are you? Good, good. Thank you so much for having no me. No worries. This is Pleasure. awesome. Yeah. But yeah, how are you finding download so far? Oh, man. I mean, we were the first act of the day on that Opus stage. Incredible. Just incredible. I mean, the crowd was just dicks to ass, front to back. <laughs> just, insane. Packed. Packed out there. Great crowd. Great energy. Everybody's having a blast. The weather's awesome, which that, like rarely happens, right? Yeah, very, yeah, very I'll much take so. it. Yeah. It was amazing. Just incredible. Yeah. Nice, a lot nice. of British people complaining it's slightly too warm. <laughs> as, as we do. You know, as someone from Las Vegas, this is like our <laughs> this winter. This freezing yeah. cold. Actually, yeah. yeah, we were freezing. Um, one of our aerialists is from here in the UK, and she's like, what are you talking about? This is lovely. I'm like, no. And we're all like, bundled up, layered up, just shaking. We turn the heater on in the green room. Wow. So, yeah, no, but it turned out to be a really nice day. Nice. Well, as you said, Cherry Bombs opened up this 20th anniversary of Download, the first set of uh, a long weekend of celebrations. But I don't think we could really put into words and do it justice just how much cherry bombs do so if you could could you just explain for people who wouldn't know like what is this the concept and the different forms of art and expression that goes into this this is the million dollar question because (laughs) (laughs) i really 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 try and and nail this one down and you really just have to see it to get it i can try my best it never does it justice Even as the creator of it, I feel like I can never sell it good enough. But the best way I can describe it for someone who's never heard of us or seen it or anything like that, if you were to take Cirque du Soleil and you were to take dancing in like music videos like Pussycat Dolls or um, even like Broadway type stuff and you were to smash it all together and put it to rock and metal music, essentially Broadway for metalheads with Cirque du Soleil and do a storyline with it at times, that's what Cherry Bombs is. So... We're kind of versatile in that sets like today, you know, as a 30 minute set, it wasn't a storyline, mm. but we had high level production, big costumes, big visuals, cryo, aerial, fire, all the things, everything we can throw at it, angle grinding. So it's a lot of Cirque, Cirque type arts, sideshow type arts, beautiful performers, um, athletic performers, and um just the best music that I can come up with personally. It's my favorite. It's like my personal favorite soundtrack nice. every time we perform. And then we do our full length show too, which is an actual storyline. So it's like a full production. Like you're watching a play, if you will, but a giant rock and metal music music video That's play <laughs> that tells idea. a story. Yeah. 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 What a great idea. Thank you. How has nobody come up with that before? Maybe they just weren't dumb enough. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's, it's definitely not that. It's a genius I was like, idea. What am I going to do? I don't know. I'm just going to tell stories. No, it's a genius idea. <laughs> but how did the like, idea for this to be like a touring thing come about? Because you work with a lot of other artists and um, stuff within production, a stage show, which we'll get into. But with Cherry Bombs, like, was there a moment where you really thought like, oh, this could be a thing and, and wanted to take it on the road? Yeah. So I started this 10 years ago. And at the time, no one would even look at us. You know, we were just silly girls um, that just were like, they looked at us like we were just silly little girls that didn't do anything. They assumed we were just go-go dancers or to house music or something like that. And I tried to explain to agents, bookers, promoters, no, 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 it's like a show. It's a real show. It's like for a concert. And they still wouldn't get it. And um, we started 
kicking our door in with motorcycle rallies. Wow. So that was how we got our come up was a lot of biker rallies, which is, <laughs> you know, different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's different. Yeah. Stop somewhere. Um, <laughs> we got to start somewhere, right? And I mean, we've done bars with like three drunk people in the audience, you know, like every band yeah, does. Oh, That's yeah. how you start, right? Yeah. The stage is like three inches off the ground. You're just like, cool. Um, you know, we've done stages where the lighting was a spotlight on the back of a pickup truck. They're like, yeah, go get them. We're like, cool. We've earned our stripes. Where it started to kind of pick up was I reached out to this agent who had no idea who I was or anything like that. And I said, look, I, you don't know what we do. You have no idea. You probably don't even care. But my name's Alicia. I got this thing called Cherry Bombs and I think you should book us on a national tour. And he called me up and he said, I've been looking for an act with the name Cherry in it. Wow. And he goes, and here you appear. <laughs> and he didn't care what I did. He didn't care if I sucked or if I was good at what I did. He just wanted the name Cherry in it. So it was like just chance luck um, that I got on that tour and it was Buck Cherry and Blackstone Cherry. Oh, oh wow. Nice. It was the Cherry Tour. It was our first national tour. Six girls, one van, no crew, no merch person, no nothing. Okay, so oh, we earned it. Yeah. yeah, Six weeks, oh my God. They never explained who we were or what we did either. So when we showed up to our first show, they also thought we were just dancing during changeover to house music. Like random dancing. And I'm like, I'm not going to follow you around the country to just wiggle on stage, <laughs> you know, to Absolutely. random music that the DJ plays. Yeah, It's a show. And so we had, I said, just let us do it one time. I promise you. And the, the tour manager of Buck Cherry said, fine, you get five minutes. That's it. And we were like, fine, what? we'll take it. We'll take anything. You know, yeah. when you're, when you're starting, you'll take mm. anything you can get. Mm. Give us five minutes. We'll do it. So we did one little dance number and a fire piece. And he saw us go for five minutes. He's like, I'm going to make your show happen on this tour. Thank God. Cause it was like 30 dates. Um, and so the rest of that tour, he made it happen. So he goes, you're going to get a five minute set, a 10 minute set and a 12 minute set. And I'm going to be the one to tell you which set you get every day. And that's how our tour works. Oh, wow. And we were like, okay, sure. Yeah. Happy to be here. <laughs> you know, we did it. And we just were, we just rolled with the punches. And that's when people started seeing us and being like, wow, this is this cool thing. So then Corey saw us, Corey Taylor saw us. Um, and um, you know, in the industry, you all run into each other backstage at things like this. He said, you're in that, you're in that dance group, right? I saw you on the uh, YouTube video of you guys with Buck Cherry. I said, yeah. He goes, that's badass. I want that for Stone Sour and Steel Panther. So I said, okay. <laughs> oh, wow. And then uh, we put that tour together. And then Maria from In This Moment saw it. And she's like, I want that too. But <laughs> now I want you to open for me and I want you to be in my show too. So I want you to do two times a night. So I was like, okay. Yeah. And then Chris Motionless saw it and said, <laughs> called me up and said, I saw you within this moment. I want that too, but for my show. And I was like, okay. It's not stop. Yeah. And that's, it's just, I mean, it's like a, a snowball. snowball. Yeah. yeah, classic. Yeah. It, it must be amazing to see how far it's come with that and see other artists kind of picking it up and not just wanting to like maybe do something similar, but to take you guys out and have you as the brainchild behind it and, and help incorporate things into their show. Yeah, it's it really is um, a really wonderful opportunity when an artist comes to you and says, I want you to help me bring my vision to life in this way. And it's very flattering. It's very humbling. And we've done that like again with Maria, with Chris, Lena Scissorhands. Um, we just did some stuff with her. Uh, she's lovely. I love her so much. Um, and we've done some things with some other artists too. And whether it's music videos, live shows, whatever they want, if they have a vision, we can make that happen. And it's a cool kind of new phenomenon, mm. right? Like it's like, 
I don't even know what to compare it to, really. No, yeah. I can't believe. Yeah, I'm genuinely stumped that nobody had thought about it before and has has made this happen. Like you are, yeah, the sole creator. Of the, like, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yeah, oh my gosh. Awesome. Thank you. I tell you, man. If you'd have told me ten years ago when I started this that it would be like this, or artists would want us to be a part of their thing, or we'd be at download, I'd tell you you're full of shit. There's no way. Yeah. yeah. Oh my, so, I'm so sorry. Can I swear? That's my main output. <laughs> I would tell you you're completely full of shit. There's no fucking way we would because I I was telling the girls this on the way over here on the drive, looking at the fields. Eight years ago, I'd watch YouTube videos of Download Fest, and I was like, man, it'd be so cool to do that one day. It, but it was so out of reach, so like not a realistic yeah, thing. Yeah, not yeah. even. Uh, and the person I was with at the time was like, yeah, okay, right, yeah, okay. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And so I just kept chugging along, you know, chugging along, do bike rallies, do bar and grills, whatever we can do. Harley Davidson dealerships. <laughs> um, we have performed in an apartment, you know, we've done, oh, wow. we've done some crazy shit. Yeah. Um, and if, and here we are. It's crazy. So it's just a very, um, very cool thing. Yeah. Good. Well, one of the things we tend to ask bands on the show every now and again is like the weirdest venues they've played. But I think like you've probably <laughs> yeah, you've got topped, some of it. Yeah, you've, topped yeah, that. An maybe. apartment? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> how that happened was we were performing for a corporate-ish company okay. that brought us into Seattle for a gig and they wanted us to entertain their clients. And they had rented out a venue. It was like a bar um, at the stage and they brought in catering and all that to entertain their clients and we were going to do a little mini show. Back then we were a little more, we weren't so artsy. Today we're much more artsy, theatrical. Back then we were a little more risque and so we go in the bathroom, we change, we got our fishnets on, you know, underwear, bras, ripped up fishnets, whatever. We walk outside and there's like a seven-year-old birthday party happening Oh, right next to the stage. There's balloons and cake and these little kids with party hats on. (laughs) And I just said, oh my God, (laughs) we cannot do this. We cannot do this here. We got to turn around, go back in the bathroom, go back. So I pulled the, the client aside and I said, I am so sorry. We cannot perform, you know, this chair dance. Uh, on the stage next to this little birthday party. And she's like, well, let's ask the mom if it's okay. And I was like, okay. And so the mom was like, oh, it's fine. And I was like, no, we're not yeah. doing that. Get the birthday party in the chair. Yeah. Go, so go, no. Go, Pat. He will never forget that birthday party for the rest of his life. Check out what I'm going to mind like, yo, when was a defining moment in your life? That little boy's going to grow up. I'm going to leave a legacy on that kid's brain. I'm going to leave... I'm going to burn a memory into that kid's brain for the rest of his life. Oh, no, we're not doing that. He tells no, no, his no. friends he became a man at seven. <laughs> he became a man at seven. The cherry bombs. Cherry bombs made me so, a man. So I said, no, we can't do this. So the, the company was a corporate housing company, which had all these apartments. That, that was the company as a business. So they said, okay, well, let's move it to one of the apartments. The Manny Pacquiao fight is happening on pay-per-view. <laughs> um, so everybody can go watch it and you can just do the performance there. I mean, again, when you're first doing things, you're, you're I've said yeah. yes to a lot of things yeah. on the come up. You know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, sure. And we go and man, I tell you, this sounds so much worse. You knock on the door and you open it and there's all these people in there and they're like, cool, go. And they just play it on their Bluetooth and there's like a little disco light. And the Manny Pacquiao fight is happening and people are eating chicken wings and we're just performing to Thunderstruck in a living room. Yeah. Wow. That's and nuts. It was like a house party. 
Yeah. yeah. Fucking hell. I mean, I guess hardcore kids do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A little different of a show, but yeah, you know. a little, little bit different. A little bit different. Uh, yeah, and then we uh, said thank you, and we, <laughs> we also <laughs> ate some chicken wings. Let me finish. How's Donnie doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd be dancing, like look back at the TV. <laughs> I've got a bag of money. I've yeah, got a check. I've got a check. Oh, who was he fighting? I can't even remember who's fighting oh. all the time. Oh, wow. yeah, Oscar De La Hoya. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, that's the thing. I think like you know, uh, music and that world is so weird anyway but if you try something like this it's so left field and it's not a uh, a blueprint to this is yeah. it you know it's, it's, it's yeah, so you're just winging it yeah. every time every time we go out and perform we're winging it and the crowd too for them you know there's people that are like I have, I don't get it it's not my thing that's fine Every everybody's gonna feel like that even about bands yeah um, we get it we're not everybody's cup of tea but most people are pleasantly surprised and you know like some of the most left-handed compliments we've ever had especially from these like big burly hardcore dudes you know <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> and you're like, I'll yeah. take it. I'll take it. I know you enjoy yeah, it, you that prick. was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. But then now we're starting to see them wear our t-shirts. Class. And it's really cool. Our demographic, if you look at it, you know, online on the specs, it's 50-50 men to women. 50-50, right down the middle. Nice. Wow. It doesn't sway heavily one way or the other. So we're, that tells me that everybody is cool with it uh, equally. So that's that's impressive. Wow. Well, behind the scenes of it all, how does that creative process start in terms of like maybe looking towards a show or what kind of acts and different elements you want in it? I mean, how different is it trying to work things out and, and finding certain performers to get in and if it if the look and the fit and then how how does that all work? Um well the shows themselves, I build them based on where we're performing, the audience, what I think they would like, but also the music that I like. So I'm, it's kind of modular. Um, I'm able to kind of move songs around and do it like that and create a flow between the dancers and the aerialists. And we go back to dancers and then we go back to aerialists. We go to fire. And then so it's kind of this whole dance for the whole entire set time, whether it's 30 minutes or 75 minutes. It's all completely choreographed. It's all on one track. You just press the space bar. We go. So, you know, the music drives the show. We have to keep time with the music. You cannot be late. You cannot miss your mark. It's happening, whether you like it or not. Um, Creating the team, creating the people. I have a roster of about 15. So um, I'm very lucky in that I've had some performers that have been with me since the very first days 10 years ago. They've stuck with me this whole entire time. Lord knows through those apartment (laughs) performances and bike rallies and three inch stages. We were just talking about it today. We cried a little bit because I said, you know, it took a lot to get here. She remembers those van tours and stuff, Mm. you know, those really hard stuff. And um, earning your stripes and we did it. So I have those those girls and then I have new girls in Vegas. All my team is based in Vegas. Um, A lot of them moved from Atlanta to Vegas with me. And um, we've created this really cool positive environment where it's kind of a hierarchy. They understand my standard, what I expect of all of them, professionalism. We work hard. We play hard. There's no drama. We don't have time for it. We're doing too much dangerous things. We have to trust one another completely to be there, to to know what to do should shit hit the fan. And um, they bestow that upon the newer members and it just kind of trickles down. Everybody's great. I move performers around based on the performing needs. So if I have aerialists, I know who does aerial. Fire, I know who does fire. If I need multi-talented ladies, you know, grinders, fire, all the above, check, 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 or just dancers, I throw them in there. Um, so it's constantly evolving, constantly changing. They're constantly learning new things. And then creating shows, you know, uh, long-term shows with storylines and stuff. I just 
try and tell a cool story uh, visually with wardrobe, lighting, actions, music, um, like a ballet of sorts. Um, and it's, it's, that's the fun part. That's where yeah. you get to really have fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's very like, expressive when you're just at home, maybe trying to work out and, and picturize how this is all going to turn out. Yeah. It's not uh, too much unlike writing an album, I yeah. would say. You know, you have this idea, you want to work it out. I'll bounce ideas off the other members. We'll go in the studio and riff together, you know, work out ideas. Does this look good? I'll make, I'll create a skeleton crew because it's all visual. So I'll bring in five girls and have them do things in the studio with us. Have a studio at my house, and um, I get to watch them bring my ideas to life. Now nah, I don't like that. Switch it, you know. <laughs> so it's it's very similar to like guitar parts, drum parts, you know, that sort of thing. And then it just kind of builds. Yeah. Do people audition for it? Audition yeah, for you? we hold auditions. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we have a YouTube series called Girl Gang. And in the upcoming season for season five, we show you our audition process. Oh, wow. So it's going to be kind of like. The first rounds of American Idol. Yeah. Because everybody can come. Anybody can come. Doesn't matter. I don't care how, wh- who you are, where you come from, what your experience is. Everyone is welcome. So it's a cattle call. They come. They audition. We teach them a routine. We see how quick they can pick up material, how fast they can perform it, how well they can perform it. And then we move on to the specialty acts. And that's always fun. Because... If you can do something specialty, I want to see what it is. What can you do? And they come out with some wild stuff. <laughs> and I'm just like, whoa. And, and at the same time, I also feel like I'm surrounded by a bunch of superheroes because they're all doing these really cool uh, creative things that I wouldn't even think mm. of, you know? So Yeah. What, what kind of stuff in particular? Was there anything where you just thought like, what the hell have you learned to do this? Is there anything that flew you away in that regard? Um, yeah. We had a sword swallower Ooh. show up. And demonstrate. And Heidi from Butcher Babies was one of my judges. Oh, okay. <laughs> and um, so it's Heidi, myself, and Shannon Guns. Nice. And a comedian named Craig Gass. He's on the Howard Stern Show. The four of us were the judges. And the, we're just like, <laughs> you're going to put what in your mouth? Yeah. Down? It's going to go in there? Like, oh my God. Like, wow. Okay. And she's like, yeah, here I go. And she just does it. And she had Heidi pull it out. Oh, and, um, I no. I, no. Was, I was like, you need to sign a liability waiver yeah, right now. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not that. responsible <laughs> if something happens sure, to you. If you win, <laughs> that sure, one had me. We've had, we've had people lay on bed of nails. Oh, we've had, hey. you know, all kinds of cool. And, you know, there's, there's, there, I can come up with a place for that yeah. somewhere. So sometimes I keep their contact, you know, on the side. And if I could come up with something cool, then I'm like, hey, girl. Remember that time you swallowed a sword for me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You need to swallow somebody else today. Yeah, that's what I'm like, I'm just stuck. Yeah. Let's see what I'll do. What can you fit? Yeah. Oh, Next trick, yeah. Oh, wow. But on, yeah. The, on the other side of it, like there must be so much like health and safety and making yeah. sure that oh, yeah. it's all safe as well because, you know, fire and like welding and sword yeah. swallowing. I'm sure... There's a lot of that headache side to it people don't see or don't realize. Right, absolutely. Um, Yeah, it definitely looks crazy and it is crazy and it is dangerous. So all of my performers are fire safety trained. That is non-negotiable. I put them on an onboarding course. So I put them through a lecture. I make them take a written exam and I make them take a practical exam. So I set things on fire and I throw them and I see how they handle it. <laughs> it's like dodgeball when you can dodge a wrench. Yeah. Can you dodge a flame? You can dodge, yeah. If you can dodge this fireball, you can dodge anything. And that's literally what I do. I set shit on fire and I throw it and I go, go. 
what are you gonna do? This sounds like a fucking. And they're like, oh. and that's a great they teach them because that's gonna happen one day. And I need everybody to be trained on what to do, not just one person. Because if that one person's busy, then I'm fucked. So um, whether they fire perform or not, they know what to do. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So we take that very seriously. Yeah. We have a five million dollar insurance policy. It, there's a lot of safety. We constantly train, constantly run drills. Um, the angle grinding, same thing. That's really dangerous. Um, the aerials are really dangerous. My aerialist is a rigger as well. So she's educated. And that's our biggest thing is education, you know? Like, we need to be self-sufficient. We can't rely on anyone else. Yeah. Have you ever had any slight mishaps? Um, I... I have a tendency to burn my shoelaces off a lot. That's a common thing for me, um, which isn't that bad. I've burned, I was actually shooting music video for Fozzie and I was breathing fire onto a drum kit to set it on fire. He wanted to, he wanted me to set this drum kit on fire. Cool. And I had to lean over to do it and fire travels up. So I leaned over and a piece of my hair caught forward and I just, it just, it, you know, it's not bad. It just, it just goes. And then I the just, smell. I just grabbed it with my hand. Yeah. You smell it. I've burned my eyelashes. I've burned my eyebrows. Yeah. These are all minor things. Yeah. I've caught a spark in my eye from the angle grinder. Actually, oh. last time I was here in the UK, I caught one. But it's okay. No, it's fine. Because <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Because I went to the optometrist yeah. when I got back to Vegas. And he was digging around my eyes. I said, am I going to have to wear an eye patch? Am I going to be like that hot chick from uh, uh, Kill Bill? Kill Bill. <laughs> I'm going to have to like, yeah. out a whistle really well. Yeah. And he goes, no, you're going to be fine. Uh-huh. And he looked in there and he goes, you have rocks in your eye. I said, rocks? How? I had no idea. Well, the rocks, it's that's from the the blade because it's a sanding blade. Oh, it's not metal. It's yeah. not metal going in my yeah, eye. Yeah. It's the grind. It's the gritty, grittiness. Oh, wow. So no, actually, that's the best case scenario. I'd rather have that? that than metal. Oh, in my eye. <laughs> I'm also reckless in <laughs> that I don't. Wear anything in my eye, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, oh no, 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 no I don't yeah. want this. I don't wear safety glasses, yeah. which is also very reckless. Yeah. I mean, I know. I, a, a million men in my comments who love to use power tools love to lecture me on this. <laughs> yes, I know. That's why I do it. It's yeah. dangerous. That's course, why you're yeah. here to see it. That's mm. why I'm getting paid to do this. If this was completely safe, a thousand percent, it wouldn't be entertaining. And also, anybody could then do it. Then anybody the could thing. do it. They yeah. can't. Yeah. And what's it's it doesn't I want to look cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's what matters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah big goggles. Really yeah, I want big goggles. Yeah. I want to look cool. I want my hair down when I do fire. Yeah, yeah. of nice. course. Yeah. You mentioned uh like doing work with people like in this moment, Motions and White and Corey. I mean, how different is it? just creatively being able to step away from maybe what you're trying to do in storytelling and work on someone else's project especially when the productions are so big anyway and they want you to add to it i love it i love it when an artist knows what they want chris in particular was very um specific on the things that he wanted uh i want you to come in at this particular part in the song i want you to leave on this particular part of the song i want you to do this so he really gave me a really nice clear roadmap where i didn't have to do a ton of thinking outside of just how to make it look cool um and what i would do with him was that i'd get in the studio with the with the performers i was going to send out on tour with him and i would videotape what i'd created to his songs and i'd send it to him and he'd be like okay well on this part i really i think we we're doing a dance for um werewolf which is one of his latest singles and he, he really really wanted moves from thriller that was like he, i really want thriller moves okay fine so i went back in and had them do some thriller moves so he, he could really see that and really join in on that too for him and then i would stand in as him 
um, so he could get the whole visual of the dancers around him and I'd pretend I was singing or whatever and do his thriller moves for him that when he would come in and do it. And I actually really, really enjoy that process because it's less pressure and um, it makes it just easier for yeah. me to create for him. So much different, much easier. That's cool. Um, yeah. Just as fun. Yeah, just think, as fun. You'd think working with bands would be harder, really. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, we're, we're an awkward bunch, people in bands. So, like, I'd, yeah. I mean, we all are. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're in the in the business of, <laughs> yeah, that's true. of making people clap for us, that's right? Yeah, essentially. Yeah, that's true. You are, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get entertained by me now. Yeah. yeah. That's really what we do. Yeah, you know? um, we live for that. So, we will do anything nice. for that response. Um, it's really at the end of the day, that's really what it's about. Is <laughs> that energy exchange of course yeah. um, that we all live for and love and um and some artists you know some artists are really loose and they're like you know do whatever you want i don't care and you're like okay and then you're like god i hope they like this you <laughs> yeah. Know? yeah um so either way is just as enjoyable but nice yeah. do you have any plans to come back to the uk soon god i hope i hope i love it here so much right now no plans set in stone i would love to be here next year winter any anytime say the name say the date say the month i'll be here okay um i would absolutely love to come back this is absolutely everybody here is so great so welcoming um uk and europe they just have such a passion for live entertainment here i think and especially for what we do it clicks a little faster mm. so uh we really really enjoy performing here nice nice one thing i did want to bring up uh speaking of just like the entertainment world and stuff i read that in a previous life you were a cheerleader in the nfl yeah right please talk to us about that because obviously like from a uk perspective we see it and see how like hardcore that world is in terms of like strict and you've got a there's so many rules and yeah. really got to be like on top form it's a really yeah. big business what was that experience like i'm sure it was a mixture of, of pressure and it all these was. different things yeah i was an nfl i was a atlanta falcons cheerleader nice. from 2010 11 and 12 so three years you're right it was very strict very stringent um what's your we would have random weigh-ins for our weight oh, wow. um, oh, wow. you know every time we performed we were being judged with a clipboard and two coaches staring at you and um they owned us i always like to joke they owned my soul i couldn't i was very controlled in how my hair was what i looked like how I acted online. I wasn't allowed to post pictures in a bikini or anything because they owned they owned my image in a bikini because we had a bikini calendar. Oh wow! Um, I wasn't allowed to swear, of course. Which is <laughs> yeah. Yeah. as we I wasn't allowed to do any fun things like this, and. I was holding a giant candy cane dancing to a Justin Bieber song one night and I said, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done. You know what? That's the exact reason I stopped. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, rock and metal fans, we have this kind of common thing where there is a little bit of rebellion in all of us. We don't like to be told what to do. We don't like to be held down by all these really strict rules and expectations. And that was always inside of me. I was always a little bit of a rebel. I had the most tattoos on the team. I was a little metalhead. And um, I said, I'm going to create my own thing. And I'm going to do it to music that I love. And that was, and I'm not going to pay my performers $75 a game. Ooh, yeah, wow. what's it? $75 Jesus a game. Christ. I'm not going to. I thought it would be, yeah. I thought, yeah. The hundreds. I'm not going to expect my girls to be perfect. I'm not going to do these things for them. No. Won't do it. And it was almost an 
antithesis of what I was. It was like, you know, having really crazy parents that shelter you for so many years and then you break out and you go wild. It was kind of like that. Um, <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. yeah. So well, I never expected yeah, it any of that. Crazy yeah. time, but it was fun, man. I knew what I was signing up for. I was not a victim. I knew what I was getting paid. I knew the drill. And, you know, after three years, I was done. Yeah. Well, well for, from the NFL to Download Festival, eh? That's yeah. a hey, man, journey. I'd say that's a come up. Yeah, yeah. very much so. <laughs> I'd say yeah. I'm, I'm happy with that. Good. On ramp. Yeah. 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 Well, it's been absolutely a pleasure to speak to you. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much for, for giving us the time. Me. Thank uh, both of you. If there's anything you'd like to leave us with, just what Cherry Bomb's got coming up or anything we should check out, yeah, please let us uh, know. Yeah, we've got Girl Gang Season 5 coming up on YouTube. You can find us on, I think the channel's just called Cherry Bombs. Um, you can Google it there. We're on the socials at Cherry Bombs Official on Instagram and Facebook and on Twitter at Cherry Bombs Rock. Sweet. Thank you so, so Thank much. Thank you so and much for having yeah, me. Yeah, hopefully you'll be back in the UK very, very soon. Love to, love to, love to. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com That was the fantastic Alicia Taylor, owner, creator, of the cherry bombs fantastic yeah i've seen so many people just absolutely going crazy about their set opening downloads festival a couple of weeks back uh, so much energy she's got an incredible career done so much things so creative i'm glad we could kind of get an insight behind that you know from as i said from the mfl downloads festival she's done it all and i love it when we get to have slightly different conversations uh, on this podcasting getting into different sides of the industry, rock and roll and all that madness. Do you know what? I'm glad we didn't go into Slipknot Talk, to be honest. I'm just, I'm just glad with what we had from Alicia and how much we got on with her. And she was fantastic to us. So thank you very much to her and her team and the Cherry Bombs for existing. Absolutely great time chatting to her at Download, despite it being, and this isn't an exaggeration, 72,000 degrees Celsius in the tent. <laughs> Yeah, I'm very thankful they gave us a special place in the press tent, but that made it even warmer. So you got to think about our guests are so committed to talking to us idiots that they were, we're worth famous people sweating over. That's a, that's a thing to think about. 
There was one point during that weekend on the Saturday in download where um, we spoke to somebody for 10 minutes. It was literally 10 minutes. I was in that tent for that 10 minutes. I came out with a little pool of sweat just on my chest. It was absolutely disgusting, but the chats were very, very fun. Great to see Alicia, and we hope we get to see her again in the future. Yes, check out everything Cherry Bombs are doing. They're going to blow your mind. Uh, if you head back to the last couple of episodes of this podcast that we recorded at Downloads Festival, last week's was our live podcast stage show with Bob James Davis of The Blackout, uh, reminiscing about their comeback shows and how excited Sean is for the future. Some people are saying it's one of the best ones we've done so far. And I'm not doing that in a Donald Trump, I'm fucking lying. Some people are saying <laughs> Donald Trump is innocent type thing. I'm saying that as in we have had a lot of feedback from people who listen every week and newcomers saying that they've, this is one they've enjoyed most. So please go and check it out. If you've got any interest in the blackout or how a band reforming works. And before that, obviously, we had our download special came out as well, which um, featured a load of fucking cool people and me and Morgan. Hailstorm, Modson, Alterbridge, Lake Malice, I Prevail, Blind Channel. Oof, what a lineup. Go back and check that out and let us know who you'd like us to talk to on future episodes of Sapling Podcast uh, by tweeting and Instagramming us at Sapling Pod on those platforms. If it's bands, if it's people behind the scenes in the industry, drag queens, wrestlers, sports people, whatever, let us know. Tag them, tag us, and we can make some magic happen. If you've enjoyed uh, two or more episodes of Sapling Podcast, you are legally obliged to join patreon.com forward slash Sapling. Um, not my rules, the rules of current Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, because I wouldn't make you pay for this. What, well, fucking nobody should pay for this. Listen to us. But thank you very much to everybody who is involved in the Patreon. This couldn't have continued without you. So thank you very much. We mention it each and every week. But now I have to mention some very, very special names who are the top tiers. So if you go to the description of this episode on wherever you listen to your podcast, have a click of that, have a read. There's loads and loads and loads and loads. Too many bloody people who support us, who are kind enough to support us and keep us going. But now I have to give a special thank you to the top tiers. Kylie Wheeler, I'll get that tattoo as soon as possible. Thank you very much. Mayumi Liwawe, Janelle Caston, Paul Hirschfield, Scarlett Charlton, Tony Michael, Kelly Ewan, Dilly Grimwood, Natasha Morris, Nathan Croshaw, Mitch Perry, Emma Barber, Kat Bess and Jenny Robinson, Murray Grimwood, Scott Successful Burger, Delivery Jones, Amy Dawson, Amy Louise, Stuart McNaught, Ellen Southfield, Stephen Aston, Khaled Robinson, Katie Puttock, Louie Cook, Martin McManus, Carl Pendlebury, Danny Eaton, James McNaught, Jenny Munster, Jason Aredia, Emily Perry, John and Emma, M. Evans Roberts, Craig Harris, Evan. Just got one name. Sean Foynes, Khalil Keen, Ollie Amesbury, Adam King of the Gospasso, Josh, a man with a penis for a nose walks into a bar. The bartender says, why the schlong face? Crisp. Someone asked, why he's a dickhead? Uh, thank you very much, Alice Wood, Kyle David Smith, and last but no means least, Connor Lewins and family! Yes, we love every single person involved there and just in our Patreon community. They are the best thing about this podcast. They get together. Unbelievable. If you're looking for people to go to gigs with, you're planning them tours, you're planning to go to festivals, get involved because there's, there's people always at these things all around the world and they want to meet up and just be friends. Well, it's, just, so. it's everything, isn't it? It's, uh, if you need music recommendations, if you're in a band and you're looking for gig buddies to tour and play with, we've literally got people in this group 
from all over the world. It's not even all over the UK. It's the world. We've got band managers from Australia. We've got producers from America. Gavin Butler of The Blackout. <laughs> we do, um, we do. We've got loads and loads of people from all over the world, all in bands of different levels and different genres, um, except Scar. So we are hopefully at some point in the future going to sort some sort of sapping fest, I'd like to, because Ooh. there's so many good bands in this group that we got to do some Hopefully, fingers crossed. Patreon.com forward slash sapping for all of that. This has been another fantastic episode. It's always great doing something a little bit out of the uh, ordinary. Um, thank you for everyone for listening. And we'll be back next Friday and every week with a very special guest. And next week's is hell of a throwback. And it's one I know a lot of people have been wanting for a while. So click subscribe wherever you listen to these podcasts. And we'll see you next week. Who is next week? Four words. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Go try and know. We're doing this. Who's next week's? Oh, I know. I know. Uh, I realize yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what that is. That, surely that's the international <laughs> sign for moose. <laughs> for or India. Moose. Is it Moose and Bullet Oh no, he was on Bullet and he never was, and he can't talk about it. Shit. <laughs> for anyone who don't know what the fuck is going on, me and Sean just had the best game of charades that you will never <laughs> see. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I wasn't expecting that. I was just definitely. You wouldn't expect anybody to get it off what you fucking just did, but I know <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because what I did was I remembered who we've done. So, yeah, nice, nice. But yes, um, that's the end of this, I think. Uh, Sapnin! Sapnin! <laughs> fucking reindeer! We're reindeer on the next week's episode. Get them horns down for me, Red, will you? You're listening to Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much. <laughs>